la casa de la bomba. Shoegaze solo project based in Gothenburg. Do you agree, Andreas? Hi, welcome. Hi, <laughs> thank you. 
Uh, yes, I would agree. Uh, I have a hard time like categorizing what it is I do. It's uh, it's almost uh, as if I if I have to like take song for song and say like so this song is this and this song is that. But my uh, my goal is to have the shoegaze as some sort of like uh, reoccurring. Thing. Okay, yeah, I, I can tell when I hear it. So how did you start with this project? What made you start? Uh, so um, uh, I've been I've been playing in different bands since I was about 14, 15. Uh, but uh, it had always been like very guitar based, very rock, you know, and uh, and then I had kids and, you know, there wasn't a lot of time to like spend in, in the rehearsals space. Mm -hmm. So I took a break. It wasn't planned. And, and then I, I had been thinking for a while that I would like to do music. Mm -hmm. By myself to like, like save time and there there's there's a lot of logistics to to playing with other people. Um, so and I also wanted to I wanted to make music that was not based on guitars. So I wanted to make something else. I would still like to use them, but I would like to. Uh, not be all about guitars. Uh, I was out with a couple of friends. It was on a Sunday night, 2017, I think. And I decided there we were at this like really, really cheap bar uh, in, in, in Mayuna. And I decided there that tomorrow I'm going to buy a sound card and then I'm going to start. And I think I, I recorded my first Dark Star song the day after. Okay. Was this Riot song? The song that it's called Riot Song? Yeah, it wasn't that, but that was song number two, uh, which didn't actually s sound like that. It had a, a very different rhythm when I started, but then I was like, this isn't working. And then I, then I changed it and then it, uh, and then it came out like that. Uh, the first song I actually didn't put on the uh, album. It was. It wasn't. I hadn't really found my feet yet. Mm. I I sort of hadn't with Riot Song either, but that came out good. So. Okay, good. And um, now that we talk about this song, Riot Song, I've seen that in your different singles, the names are sometimes like this. For example. You talk about resistance, revolution, riot. What place occupies politics in your project? Would you say that it's important for you to appeal in this sense? Yeah, I mean, it, it is very Im important. I, I, I am an activist also. Uh, we don't need to like go into that part. But so I've tried to make the project political, but not like explicitly through the lyrics. 
so much. I can't really write lyrics about like uh, like workers' rights and things like that. There, there are people who, who, who does that a lot better. Uh, so I've tried to use like song titles, aesthetics, little references, uh, because that's like what I feel that I can contribute. I can't really be like political like the clash it doesn't really work with my music because it is really you know uh, emotional almost emo at times so i don't really feel that i can mix those lyrics in with that uh, mm-hmm. but i try to do it in whatever ways i I can. And um, when you play live, do you miss having a band behind you? Uh, I really miss that. I really, really do. Uh, and I've been, I've been playing with the idea of not having a full band because I still, I, I like that it sounds electronic. Like I like that it, that you can tell that like this is programmed. This is this is a loop. Mm-hmm. or a sample but I, I've been like playing with the idea of having a drummer and a bass player and having the drummer stand up and having very 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 few drums like if you think about like how the Jesus and Mary chain uh, how their how their drummer setup was before they became like Uh, this band who could actually play yeah okay i picture that so yeah but 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 like right now my concerts is me and the laptop and a bunch of guitar pedals Mm -hmm. Uh, and i've been i've been playing also with the idea of like uh, having some some image show or possibly like building my own light rig but uh, I need I need a little bit more time and space to be able to start with that I guess um, this is I guess um, have you recorded yourself everything that you have uploaded uh, that you have released is is you that you record yourself uh, yes with some exceptions like on some s- songs there are guest vocals Uh, I have not recorded those. That's been done in 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 like other geographical places. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I have recorded everything. Uh, but then I have a f- friend who helps helps me with the with the with the end mix uh, because I'm not that good at separating. The, the sounds but the last thing i released i actually did the end mix myself uh, the cover of winter saga uh, but i kind of regret that i should have let someone else <laughs> do it i'm really not good enough <laughs> Okay, but Andreas, this day that you decided, okay, tomorrow I buy a sound card and I start this project. Um, that time, did you already knew how to manage with the recording software and so on? Yeah, I I had some small uh, experience, so I know how that works 
in theory, but I also know how to drive a car in theory, and I really can't <laughs> drive a car. So, but I had some experience because in a previous band, uh, I used to, I used much cheaper and older equipment then, but since I was the main writer in mm. that band, uh, I recorded like simple demos so that I could show to, to the other guys. So I knew how to do it, but I did not know how to do it well uh, at all because those demos sounded really bad, but <laughs> it gave the others an idea. So I had to learn like how to, because it's, I found that it's really easy when you like, or I uh, at, at least, if I record vocals, it's, it can be like, oh, this doesn't sound so good. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna add some some distortion and effects. Oh, I'm sorry, my cat is going crazy. <laughs> I'm seeing that it's, it's really entertaining to see the cat running from one place to another. Yeah, yeah, because so I'm um, I'm so I mean it's taken it's taken some work to be able to not add like a thick layer of effects to everything to like hide that I'm not playing this guitar very well so I'm gonna <laughs> hide it in a bunch of <laughs> reverb so that was that was like how it started out it was like uh, hide everything under effects and now I'm I think I'm learning to use the effects uh, <laughs> in a way that makes things better <laughs> Do you think this is the secret of shoegaze style that uh, people use a lot of reverb to hide uh, a, a lack of abilities? <laughs> I think maybe from the beginning. I don't think it is like that now, but I think that people actually know how to use the, the effects. They don't just cramp everything up. Hey, you mentioned something about uh, knowing how to drive in theory. How about your last video? Because it's all about a car going in a city. <laughs> <Isn't> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's from a that's from an seventies uh, movie, I think, uh, which I found somewhere on like archive.org. And so I basically, I basically took it and then I cut it up because there, there, there's a lot of like interaction between the actors in, in the car. And I didn't want that. I didn't want any faces. Uh, and then I, I had to like cut it so that it was long enough for the song. Uh, but I, I think it turned out pretty good. Uh, I still want to get into video making more. Uh, But that's also that's that's hard and it's hard to do on your own unless you're gonna make the video in a very confined space. Yeah, I agree. It turned out really nicely. Uh, this video, I love the aesthetics of it. It made me think of Kavinsky. Do you like like this kind of French electronic music? Have you heard? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, very much. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I. I also thought that considering like the 
politics uh, part that since the video is about escaping from from the cops that was also fitting totally yeah i liked it a lot um you are based in gothenburg and as i was uh, chatting with you before uh, i've never been there yet only by passing so um, i don't know how is the scene there what would you recommend how do you feel being a part of the scene there um uh, i'm i'm kind of like I know a lot of people in in the, the scene and I'm sort of a part of like the punk un underground scene despite not playing that kind of music at all but that makes it a little bit hard because I don't really fit into most of the shows so I don't get booked a lot okay uh, and the scene here there there's a pretty good shoegaze scene but it's very like heavy guitar oriented like like almost sort of a punk crossover type scene which i really like but i think my uh, my scene like dark star wise would be more in the maybe synth scene and i don't know a lot of people there so it's a bit hard because I, I don't really come from that environment uh, but I, I've, 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 I've gotten to, to know a bunch of people uh, so it's, it's, it's looking good. Okay and beforehand you mentioned that before starting this solo project um, you've been playing almost all of your adult life could you mention some names of, of other bands that you've been involved in? Yeah, I mean, uh, the last ones was a band called Light Parade, okay. which made Ravenets like pop. Uh, uh, we we released an EP and a couple of singles on a label called uh, Westside Fabrication, which is like this really classic indie label in uh, the north of. Sweden. And before that, I had a band called Love is Not My Only Crime, mm -hmm. which is a line from an Afghan Wigs song. So, and we, we played sort of Afghan Wigsy music, I guess. Uh, so those are the latest ones. Then like, I've, there's, there's, there's so many, I've played like everything from like, 70s punk to emo to hardcore to like almost Radiohead-esque indie. Uh, <laughs> Super nice, yeah. All of the subgenres of the yeah. alternative uh, countercultural music. <laughs> um, yeah. I wonder what are your plans uh, right now? Are you um, focusing in um, writing songs? Are you trying to book some shows? Uh, yeah, I mean, basically, basically doing both, uh, and uh, but I've I've been I've been working on getting a list of songs ready to make an album. Your third album, think, yes. Uh, it it kind of depends on what you classify as an album. Spotify <laughs> has its own ideas about <laughs> okay. that, so I basically think that I've made 
one album, uh, <laughs> uh, three EPs, two EPs maybe, and a couple of singles. But this is gonna be an album, uh, and I I I have enough songs. Uh, I'm just I, but I need like two or three more so I can choose, so I can get a good mix. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, the plan is to finish that this year and have it out before the end of the year. Uh, I'm I usually work pretty quickly once I once I once I actually get going. Mm -hmm. Okay, sounds good. What do you think about um, releasing the albums and the singles in a physical format nowadays? Uh, I've I've done that. I've I've released an EP on CD and cassette, and then the latest e EP is available on on vinyl. Uh, I like that. I like that a lot. It it was also uh, like quite the experience to because i make except for for the album uh, i've made all the covers myself so it was really it was really an experience to have a 12 inch vinyl cover that you've made uh, so that was really fun and i love i love the uh, the physical format i love all the physical formats so i'm definitely gonna do that more. Uh, the only issue was that with the pandemic, I guess, uh, the latest EP wasn't available in physical format until like half a year after it was re released. So that was kind of boring to having to wait. Yeah, I saw that. I saw something about that in your social media. When you have edited um, the physical version of the albums, is there a label or some labels that have helped you, that have supported you, maybe economically? Uh, yeah, I have a label called Modern Shortcuts. Mm -hmm. which was started by a couple of friends of, of mine uh, like people I got to know when I when I was growing up and uh, they are very much into electronic music and things like that so they release me uh, but they don't have a lot of money so we try to 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 share the costs uh, but but it works it's it's really nice to have someone that you know and trust handle you know all the administrative stuff mm -hmm. uh, and it it, it 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 also feels like I'm not really you know I'm still on the like the DIY because I'm still working with people I actually know. Mm -hmm. Are you coming to Malmö uh, soon? It's what, two hours from here, Gothenburg? Uh, yeah, uh, something like that. I don't know. There, I've probably be playing in Lund at the Smålands Nation. Somewhere in like February, March. Oh, great. Uh, I don't know 
exactly when, but Malma, I don't know anything about yet. Okay, that's brilliant. I will try to be there. Um, Andreas, thank you so much. Is there something that you would like to add before we wrap up? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, so then I will ask you a last uh, question uh, because I'm trying to create this snowball effect to interview more and more people. Who would, sure. who do you think that I should interview? Maybe from Gothenburg also. Uh, there's this really, really good band. Uh, they play like old school hardcore punk uh, here in Gothenburg called Spögelse. Spögelse, yes, yes. Uh, who you should talk to. They're they're very funny people also. Really? Yeah, I will do that. I think I saw them in Cape Town, maybe. I, I have seen them. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Thank you so much for your time and yeah, for being able to be here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Good luck with all your projects. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
concentrado en la casa de la bomba. Todos los jueves de 7 a 8 en radioela.org. I say, make me smoke and roll.